J-Bone here, and I've got everything you need to know before you watch the 2023 Hungarian Grand Prix. J-Bone! The Hungarian Grand Prix weekend begins on Friday, July 21st with free practices one and two. Free practice three and qualifying are on Saturday, July 22nd with qualifying taking place at 9 a.m. Central Time or 2 p.m. UTC. And the Grand Prix is on Sunday, July 23rd at 8 a.m. Central Time or 1 p.m. UTC. Let me introduce you to the Hungarian Grand Prix's circuit, the Hungaro Ring. The Hungaro Ring's unfortunate nickname is Monaco Without Walls. It was given this nickname because, like Monaco, it is a very difficult circuit at which to overtake, where qualifying and strategy are just as, if not more, important than race pace. In other words, it's like Monaco without the history and prestige, which is pretty much all Monaco has going for it, so yeah. Mission failed. The Hungara Ring's inability to produce many overtakes can be blamed on a number of factors. First, the Hungara Ring is an incredibly narrow circuit. While, as the name suggests, it does not have barriers serving as track limits like Monaco does, the racetrack itself at the Hungara Ring is very narrow. This makes overtaking substantially more difficult, obviously, because drivers then have less space they can use to get around the car in front of them. Second, the Hungara Ring does not produce many overtakes because it is an incredibly twisty circuit. Most overtaking in Formula One takes place on DRS straights, and the Hungara Ring only has one true DRS straight, plus like this little bonus mini straight thing that they put in, to go along with its 14 turns. This makes it so that drivers pretty much only get one opportunity per lap to attempt an overtake between turns 14 and 2, and if they fail, they most likely will need to wait an entire lap to try again. And third, the Hungara Ring does not produce many overtakes because it is a low-grip circuit. The Hungara Ring is classified as low-grip for two main reasons. The track surface tends to get pretty dusty due to its location in a valley, paired with its lack of use, and the track surface is also pretty bumpy. These factors combine to make it more difficult to find traction at the Hungara Ring, especially under braking while off the racing line, which obviously is a place where you absolutely need traction if you're trying to successfully attempt an overtake. Despite not always producing the best on-track drama due to its overtake deficiency, the Hungara Ring did play host to one of the most exciting Grand Prix in the Drive to Survive era, the 2021 Hungarian Grand Prix, which featured such unforgettable moments as Esteban Ocon's maiden Formula One victory, Fernando Alonso's breathtaking defense of Lewis Hamilton that made that victory possible, Lewis Hamilton restarting the race by his lonesome, which is now one of Formula One's most memed and cursed images, and of course, the Bottas bowling ball fiasco that made all of that possible. Additionally, the Hungara Ring has been the site of many notable drivers' first Formula One victories, including those of Fernando Alonso, ever heard of him? Esteban Ocon? Jensen Button? Damon Hill? Heike Kovalainen? Maybe we'll get another first-time victor at the Hungara Ring this weekend. Before I take you on a lap around the Hungara Ring, let's check in with my producer and brother, Producer Jeff, who is currently on the Formula Bone pit wall at the Hungarian Grand Prix, Producer Jeff, radio check. I'm here at the Hungara Ring, and I just talked to Danny Ricardo, and he's hungry for success. I'm going to give all the drivers a 
Hungar a ring and tell them to do some overtaking this year. Let's hope Valtteri Botas isn't a Buddha pest this year and breaks when he's supposed to. Okay, cut the feed. By the way, we hit 2,000 likes on my British Grand Prix recap, so I now have to drop a video in which I lay out who my favorite drivers and teams are, so stay tuned for that and be sure to like this video. And if it gets 4,000 likes, I'll go even crazier and I will give away some of the decorations here on the Formula Bone set. So like this video, Jibba! Here's what a lap around the Hungara ring looks like. There's a long run up from the starting grid to the turn one hairpin, which is generally referred to as the only real overtaking opportunity at the very processional and parady Hungara ring. The Hungara ring has a very unique DRS setup with one DRS detection line servicing two DRS zones, that of the main straight and that of this weird little short straight between turns one and two, with the former leading to the majority of overtakes. After the second DRS zone is the sweeping left-hand turn two that exits into the second fastest section of the circuit between turns two and five. If an overtake is going to happen at this circuit that's not between turns 14 and two, it'll probably happen in this section, though, again, I wouldn't really count on it because it's just a little bit too short and twisty for it to be a real overtake threat. Turn five to turn nine is the one part of the circuit where you almost certainly will not see any overtakes as it contains a bunch of low and medium speed corners where gaining ground on the car in front of you is pretty much impossible. Between turns 10 and 12 is the third fastest section of the circuit, but like with turns two to five, it's just a little too short and twisty to be a solid overtaking opportunity for drivers. You then have the very annoying oversized S of turns 12 to 14, where following is very difficult and most likely nothing of note will happen, unless Max Verstappen decides to do another 360 no-scope Spinala this year. And after all that, you need to pray that you're close enough to the car in front of you to be able to overtake with DRS down the main straight, or you'll most likely have to wait another lap before you have another overtaking opportunity. And that's a somewhat disappointing lap around the Hungar ring. Jeba! <laughs> for tire compounds at the 2023 Hungarian Grand Prix, Pirelli have opted for the softest possible compound range, the C3 hards, C4 mediums, and C5 softs. Pirelli Motorsport Director Mario Isola had this to say about their choice. Quote, The Hungarian Grand Prix... Hungarian? <laughs> Interesting. The Hungarian Grand Prix has become a classic event of the Formula One summer season, and as such, the air and asphalt temperatures, which are usually very high, are the main features. This puts the drivers, cars, and tires to the test, not least because the twisting nature of the track does not allow anyone or anything to catch their breath. There's a fairly long pit straight, which provides the only real overtaking opportunity under braking into the first right-hand corner. Then, there are 13 more corners, 7 right-handers and 6 left-handers, on a circuit that is second only to Monte Carlo in terms of slowest average speed, to the extent that the cars use similar downforce settings to Monaco. With so many slow corners, traction is one of the key factors for good performance and the biggest risk is tire overheating. Despite being a permanent track, the Hungaroring is not used very often and the asphalt conditions improve considerably during the weekend as the ideal racing line rubbers in. End quote. My Hungarian Grand Prix preview is sponsored by Bird Dogs, who make the best shorts and pants you will ever try on. And as always, I'm not just saying that because they're paying me to, which they are. 
I wear bird dogs at least four days per week because they look great, they feel even better, and because I can do anything in them, like literally anything, I can chill, I can bike, I can golf, I can work out, I can record this very video because look, I'm wearing bird dogs right now. You can also swim in bird dogs, which is amazing. My favorite thing about bird dogs is that they come with underwear already built into them, so when you wanna get dressed quickly, you just put on your bird dogs and boom, you're ready to go. One shop, stop, one stop, shop, stop. And don't just take it from me, also take it from Squires, a member of the Formula Bone Discord who used my bird dogs code to get himself a pair of bird dogs and a free tumbler and declared them to be, quote, so comfy. I assume he's referring to the shorts and not the tumbler. You need to be wearing bird dogs, and I've got you covered with a special deal. Go to birddogs.com bone and enter promo code bone for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. The tumbler is one of those super premium thermos things that keeps your drinks hot or cold, whichever you want. Yeti sells them for like 40 bucks, and you get one for free with your order with my code. That's birddogs.com bone, promo code bone, for a free tumbler. You will not want to take your bird dogs off, I promise you. Next up, here are your storylines to follow for the 2023 Hungarian Grand Prix. Your first storyline, is Daniel Ricciardo about to win the Hungarian Grand Prix? Almost certainly not, but he will be competing in it this weekend as he makes his return to the Formula One grid, having been announced as AlphaTauri's replacement for the struggling Nick DeVries. While I do feel bad for Nick DeVries, I think I speak for every living human being and honey badger on planet Earth when I say that I am so happy to have Danny Rick back in F1 as he's the biggest personality that we have and a true icon of both motorsport and pop culture whose presence on the grid will only bring about good things for the sport. And hopefully, it'll also bring about some great on-track performances as well. Personally, I have low expectations for Daniel in his first race for AlphaTauri as not only will he understandably be a bit rusty from having sat out the first half of the season, but he also will be totally unfamiliar with the AlphaTauri car, which clearly does not perform well even when its drivers are familiar with it as AlphaTauri are currently in last place in the championship. That being said, I believe in magic and you should too. And I will be absolutely screaming at my television if Daniel is in contention to finish in the points near the end of the race. Danny Rick never left, just moved aside for a while and I cannot wait to watch him race in Formula One once again this weekend. How do you think Daniel Ricciardo will perform at the Hungarian Grand Prix? Let me know in the comments. Your second storyline, Formula One is about to conduct an experiment at the Hungarian Grand Prix that could completely change how F1 qualifying works. This weekend's Hungarian Grand Prix qualifying session will feature the first ever implementation of the experimental ATA qualifying rules. ATA stands for Alternative Tire Allocation, and its rules are simple. During a dry qualifying session, drivers may only use hard tires in Q1, medium tires in Q2, and soft tires in Q3, whereas under the current regulations, they can use whatever tire compounds they want in whatever session. The whole point of this experiment is improved sustainability. Formula One wants to reduce drivers' Grand Prix tire allocations from 13 tire sets down to 11 tire sets in an attempt to decrease F1's environmental impact. And the easiest way to do this is to lower the amount of soft tire sets given to each driver. Currently, each driver is given eight sets of soft tires, three sets of medium tires, and two sets of hard tires to use at each Grand Prix weekend. They're given so many soft tires relative to medium and hards because they are the quickest and are thus the most common tires that are used during qualifying. 
The idea is that less soft tires will be needed during a Grand Prix weekend if teams are not allowed to use them in Q1 and Q2, and thus the ATA rules see each team receive one additional set of hards and mediums compared to the current allocation, but four fewer sets of softs for a total overall reduction of tire sets from 13 down to 11. On paper, this seems like a no-brainer. However, considering some teams have a harder time heating up the hard and medium tires than others, I'm very, very eager to see if the ATA rules cause any Q1 and Q2 chaos. We all know Checo does not need any of that right now. Your third storyline, are Red Bull about to do the funniest thing in Formula One history? It's being reported that Red Bull are bringing an upgrade package to this weekend's Hungarian Grand Prix that could somehow make them two tenths quicker, which is hard for me to even comprehend considering their car is already so much faster than every other car that they've handily won every single race so far this season. These upgrades are said to include redesigned side pods and bodywork, and that is where the potential for unrivaled comedy comes in. <laughs> the meme currently making its way all around the F1 world right now is that Red Bull's car design genius, Adrian Newey, found a way to make the failed zero-pod side-pod concept that Mercedes recently aborted actually work, and that this upgrade will be Red Bull removing their car's side-pods while also making their car even faster to flex on Mercedes in what would be the biggest, funniest, most ambitious own in the history of Formula One, and maybe even in the history of owns. Can you imagine if that absolute gold is what we're all about to bear witness to this week. I, it would be amazing, okay? If this actually happens, the Christian Horner and Toto Wolff press conferences will be appointment television, and even if this does not actually happen, I'm just happy that we live in a world where it legitimately might. I cannot stress enough how badly I want and need this to happen, okay? Please, Adrian, please. Adrian! Your final storyline, how will McLaren and Aston Martin perform at the Hungarian Grand Prix? McLaren and Aston Martin are the two F1 teams I'm watching incredibly closely right now. McLaren are currently Formula One's biggest climbers, turning an awful season start into a British Grand Prix that saw them finish P2 and P4 and earn more points in one race than they did in the previous nine races put together. Aston Martin are currently Formula One's biggest divers, starting the season off with five podiums in six races before slumping and now only having one podium in the past four Grand Prix. As far as how I think they'll both do in Hungary, I expect these recent fortunes to reverse. I think the Hungara ring massively favors the Aston Martin car, which does better in low and medium speed corners, as opposed to the McLaren car, which does better in high speed corners and on straights. But the fun part is, what do I know? I'm just J-Bone, okay? I'm not any special guy. I'm just making stuff up over here. I don't know. I never would have guessed that McLaren would have two cars in the top five last time out at Silverstone, so maybe they'll surprise me once again. And I could definitely be overestimating the Aston Martin car because of its stellar early season performance. So maybe they're worse than I think they are overall. It's little debates like these that make me love Formula One. Could just talk about this sport forever. How do you think McLaren and Aston Martin will do in Hungary? Let me know in the comments. Like, go comment down there. Leave a comment. Did you know that I offer YouTube channel memberships where you can get a bunch of YouTube perks and bonus Formula Bone content for as little as $5 per month that goes directly toward keeping Formula Bone around? The second that you become a Formula Bone YouTube channel member, you'll get a custom Formula Bone loyalty badge next to your name in YouTube comments and live chat 
You'll get access to custom Formula Bone YouTube emojis. You'll get priority reply to your YouTube comments from me, J-Bone. You'll also get two bonus full-length YouTube videos per month available only to my channel members and so much more. What a deal that is. And as an added benefit, you'll also get J-Bone's sincere gratitude for helping keep me J-Bone! A link to become a channel member is in the description of this episode, or you can just click the join button below this video on YouTube. J-Bone! Now the moment you've all been waiting for, here are my three bona fide race predictions for the 2023 Hungarian Grand Prix. My first race prediction is that Fernando Alonso will finish on the podium in Hungary. The Hungar ring sets up very well for the draggy yet nimble Aston Martin car, which is much more suited to circuits with plenty of low and medium speed corners than those with numerous high speed corners and straights like Austria and Great Britain where they did not do very well. I feel very confident that Fernando Alonso will return to the podium after two straight podiumless races. <laughs> My second race prediction is that Daniel Ricciardo will not finish in the points nor finish ahead of his teammate Yuki Tsunoda on his AlphaTauri debut. Because of its narrowness, twistiness, and low grip, the Hungaroring is a challenging circuit for drivers, even if they're super comfortable with their car. Look no further than Max Verstappen's uncharacteristic spinorama last year in Hungary. So the idea that Danny Rick can sit down in a car that he's completely unfamiliar with and not only qualify well, which is necessary in Hungary, but also drive well for 70 laps, is one that I'm just not buying, even though I love Danny and want him to do very well. My third race prediction is that McLaren will not finish on the podium in Hungary. A lot of people are hopping on the McLaren train right now after their P4 result in Austria and their incredible 2-4 finish at Silverstone. But as Lee Corsa would say, not so fast. The McLaren car seems to perform best at circuits with numerous straights and or high-speed corners, and that is not the Hungar ring, okay? I think McLaren are about to have a little heat check here, and honestly, wouldn't be surprised if they did not even have a car finish in the top five. <gasps> Next up, here are my predictions for the top five finishers in the 2023 Hungarian Grand Prix with zero reasoning nor explanation. P5, George Russell, P4, Lewis Hamilton, P3, Checo Perez, P2, Fernando Alonso, and P1, Max Verstappen. Subscribe now so that I can see you back here after the Hungarian Grand Prix for my Hungarian Grand Prix recap, where we'll digest all the insanity that occurs at this race weekend together. Special shout out to my top Patreon supporters and YouTube channel members, Kolki, at Rated Bookie, and Glow! If you want your name shouted out in all my videos, along with a bunch of other awesome perks, hit up the Patreon and or YouTube channel member links in the description of this episode. Also, check out the Formula Bone shop where you can get all the F1-inspired merch featured in this video and more. Link in the description. Buy my merch. It's awesome. Until next time, folks. J-Bone! J-Bone!